Impact of Globalization on Higher Education, Need for a New Regulatory Framework in Higher Education. The developments due to the impact of globalization on higher education, refer part 1 for details, would definitely have a profound impact on the higher education system worldwide due to their widespread development and the fact that they escape the well-known regulatory frameworks at institutional and national policy levels. This would impede the development of a coherent position from the higher education community, creating the need for a new and international regulatory framework. A major challenge concerns the regulation of new providers and the various forms of transnational higher education. There are huge differences in the way countries are dealing with private universities, for-profit providers and transnational higher education. In some countries, Greece and Israel can stand as examples, there is an almost total refusal to include those non-national providers in the national higher education system or to recognize their diplomas and degrees. Other countries, especially in the developing world, Malaysia can be mentioned as an example, recognize the incapacity to meet the increasing demand by their domestic providers and welcome foreign providers. One can say that in most countries the traditional viewpoint still is that higher education is a public responsibility, that institutions have to be publicly recognized and financed, and that it is the national state that gives formal public validity to their degrees, leaving not much space to private and foreign providers. The notion public is solely identified with national. Thus, institutions which are seen as public in their mother country become private when engaging in transnational activities in other countries. The distinction of public and private, which has been perceived as essential in higher education policy for such a long time, becomes very blurred in the age of globalization. Some observers see the future in a completely liberalized global higher education market, where national authorities and traditional universities no longer will be able to protect their markets and impose their values on students and society. If the proposals in the WTO to include higher education services in the GATS are adopted, since then knowledge services can be freely traded in the global marketplace. What is needed is a truly international and sustainable policy framework for dealing with private and transnational providers, reconciling the interests of national governments, the traditional public higher education sector, for-profit providers and the needs of the demand side of students and the general public interest. It is very important from the start to stress that such a framework is distinct from and comes before the more ambitious quality assurance and accreditation framework dealt with in the next paragraph. This framework should transcend the basic requirements imposed by national and international trade and commerce laws and regulations, but should refrain also from becoming a comprehensive and complicated bureaucratic procedure of recognition. It should have the ambition to cover physical transnational education as well as virtual delivery via the internet. Minimally, this international regulatory framework should contain an international glossary of common concepts, definitions and terminology, some basic rules to grant providers the license to teach, an internationally standardized procedure of registration, including identification of who is in control and who can be held accountable, some rules concerning the correct use of the basic labels such as university, doctorate, professor, master degree, accredited, etc., the removal of existing barriers to mobility of students and staff, not dealt with in international trade agreements. Some basic elements of a professional code of good practice, building further on work done by UNESCO, Council of Europe. A basic arrangement of the intellectual property issues associated with private higher education, and an agreement on issues of consumer protection and rights of complaint. Moreover, in addition to the international regulatory framework that combined public and private higher education sectors should be stimulated to establish their own self-regulation, in order to rule out bad practice and to eliminate charlatans, rogue providers and untrustworthy diploma mills, so that they can build a worldwide trust and esteem as respectable service sector.
Necessary for this are strong associations of higher education institutions, both of the traditional academic universities and of new, for-profit providers. Another challenge is finding a comprehensive solution for the issue of the international transferability and recognition of qualifications and credits. This issue has two sub-questions namely the recognition of foreign diplomas and degrees and the recognition of diplomas and degrees delivered by non-recognized institutions. During the last decade some important initiatives have been taken by a number of international organizations, mainly in Europe, UNESCO, SAPES, Council of Europe, European Commission, etc., and the so-called Lisbon Convention is an important step forward, exchanging the old concept of equivalence to that of a more flexible recognition. Nevertheless, in the context of growing mobility of skilled labor and globalization of the professions, the rather strict national regulations concerning recognition of qualifications create many problems and unnecessary insecurity and suffering for individuals and families. The enormous diversity in national higher education systems and degree architecture is still mirrored by complicated bureaucratic procedures to investigate whether a foreign or unknown degree matches the domestic ones. Even countries defending a liberalization of higher education trade, such as the U.S., apply very strict and severe procedures for the validation of foreign degrees in their own country. The professions, which are more and more organized on an international scale, for example engineering, medicine, accounting and many others, are ready to adopt more flexible attitudes in this matter than most national authorities. In this field some important international agreements, such as the Washington Accord in the field of engineering and technology, pave the way for an international approach. There are similar problems concerning the recognition of study periods and credits obtained abroad or in non-recognized institutions. Also within programs there increasingly is mobility, promoted by programs such as Erasmus-Socrates in the European Union. The development of modular courses and the evolution towards less standardized and more flexible curricula will increase the importance of credits as units for validation of learning experiences. The growing interest in recognition of experiential learning in higher education and lifelong learning even will call for a definition of credits, which is independent of formal learning, as is still the case in both the American and European concepts of credit. The transferability of such credits over national boundaries will not be easy, when many countries even refuse to recognize formal academic study in institutions beyond their administrative supervision. Thus, there is no alternative than to take a new international initiative in the field of recognition of qualifications the higher education sector and the national educational authorities have to take up the responsibility to find a common, international approach themselves for harmonization and integration of higher education systems, degree structures and curricula among countries, a more or less automatic recognition of foreign degrees and credits within higher education areas with similar higher education systems and quality assurance procedures. There has to be some kind of international recognition of the institution or institutional accreditation, and the program concerned should be subject to the same quality assurance and accreditation procedures as those applied to the already recognized institutions and programs. The third and probably most important challenge of course is developing an international approach to quality assurance and accreditation. In the previous decade quality assurance and accreditation systems in higher education have been developed in many countries. Most of them are national schemes, oriented to the domestic higher education systems, so transnational activities of universities, especially distance education and e-learning activities are not properly covered by these national quality assurance and accreditation schemes. In a number of countries accreditation schemes have been developed as an instrument to regulate and control the higher education market. The establishment of transnational professional accreditation compensates the absence of truly inter- or transnational public accreditation systems to some extent. Already clearly developed in the fields of engineering, 
ABET, and Management Studies, ECIS, but in development and other professions, these schemes of international professional accreditation fill in the gap left by the national authorities and the higher education community. Another development is the import of foreign accreditors, as is the case of American accreditors or the British Open University Validation Scheme asked to accredit programs or institutions in other countries. The establishment of organizations specifically devoted to the accreditation of transnational accreditation is another interesting case, although up to now the most important endeavor in this field, GATE, has not been very successful due to its links with a particular for-profit provider. These developments have in common that they originated outside the higher education community and policy fields, demonstrating the inability of the global higher education world itself to develop its own systems of transnational self-regulation. They also indicate that international accreditation is becoming a reality, although external to the international higher education community itself, and that institutions in the future will be facing a situation of multiple accreditation coming from various origins. Thus globalization in higher education has created an urgent need for a transnational approach to quality assurance and accreditation, but there are huge differences of vision on how to achieve this and which steps have to be taken. A minimal strategy is to improve communication and exchange among national quality assurance agencies, in the hope that this will lead to a kind of harmonization and international benchmarking of trustworthy standards and methodologies and the gradual mutual recognition of agencies and schemes. References http colon slash slash www.gunanetwork.org slash resources slash articles slash the challenges of higher education in the 21st century http colon slash slash www.unesco.org slash education slash educprog slash wish slash declaration underscore ang dot htm https colon slash slash books.google.co.in slash books it equals his 188h poic and pg equals p.a 62 and LPG equals P.A. 62 and DQ equals challenges plus facing plus higher plus education plus in plus the plus 21st plus century plus UN and source equals BL and OATS equals Chig Sig equals PZ underscore 1 SKWFT 9 XW 6 Levick GWZ 7 Voik and HL equals N and equals X and VED equals 0 Kik 6 AUGUPSMINSK 7 VQ 1 YAPS 3 Coke 0 U UGRV hash V equals 1 page and Q equals challenges percent 20 facing percent 20 higher percent 20 education percent 20 inches percent 20 the percent 20 21st percent 20 century percent 20 on and f equals false http colon slash slash www.ee.org slash n slash research and publication slash publications and report slash e bookstore rr 29 higher education in the 21st century global challenge and national response https colon slash slash www.aku.org slash publications research slash periodical slash changing students faculty and institutions 21st century http colon slash slash www.economistinsights.com slash leadership talent innovation slash analysis slash higher education 21st century slash case studies https colon slash slash www.slideshare.net slash christine yabbies one slash globalization and education 1597284